Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 356, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. In 2019, Everyday Health partnered with wellness experts and researchers at Ohio State University to conduct a survey, examining common traits of mentally and physically resilient people. Interestingly enough, 83% of Americans polled thought they had high levels of mental and emotional resilience, when in fact, only 57% scored as resilient after taking an assessment to measure their personal resilience. This disparity between perceived resilience and actual resilience highlights a crucial misconception. Many people might think they are mentally and emotionally resilient, but the reality might be different. It's essential to bridge this gap because developing resilience isn't just a nice-to-have trait. It's arguably 
the most important thing we can do for our well-being. It's our armor. And luckily, that armor isn't just a quality we inherently possess, but a skill that can be developed and strengthened over time. So, how do we develop it? And how do we constantly strengthen it? Number one, stop playing the victim. All of us are handed a deck of cards each day. And we choose which cards we play. Now, on some days, we may not necessarily enjoy the hand we've been dealt. And this is where a majority of people get stuck. They look at their hand and immediately surrender. And this is the moment where we're committing to being at the mercy of external factors. This is the moment when we struggle to identify unique combinations within that deck that provide unique opportunities and freedoms. And instead, we trade our hand for seven things. Not having to take responsibility for anything. People feel sorry for us. People pay extra attention to us. We have the right to complain. People aren't as likely to upset or criticize us. We feel interesting or important because we get to tell everyone our sad stories. And we're more likely to get what we want. Sounds like a damn good deal, right? Not quite, because we're trading those seven cards for 16 dangerous ones, constantly blaming other people or situations for feeling miserable. Possessing a life is against me philosophy, cynicism, or pessimism. Minor problems get blown out of proportion and become catastrophes, thinking others are out to get us. Refusal to consider other people's perspectives when talking about issues, believing we're the only one being targeted for mistreatment, reliving the past and painful memories that made us feel like a victim. Even when things go right, we find something to complain about. We feel attacked when we're given constructive criticism. We feel powerless and unable to cope effectively with a problem or life in general. We attract people like us who blame, complain, and feel victimized by life. Believing that the world is a scary and mostly bad place. Believing other people are responsible for what happens in our life. We enjoy feeling sorry for ourselves. And lastly, we expect sympathy from others. And when we don't get it, we become upset. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems like an awfully shitty trade. We might not always like reality. However, that is life. And by resisting it, we make it that much more difficult. Bad shit happens. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's just an unfortunate coincidence. But by taking responsibility, we learn how to manage disappointment and make better plans for the future. Don't be a volunteer victim. Confront uncomfortable truths. Embrace vulnerability and acknowledge your role in your life circumstances, even when it's painful. We can either choose pain in these microbursts or a lifetime of pain and self-torture. 
Number two, stop blaming your circumstances. Success is a deeply personal journey. Success is pretty much something that you and only you define for yourself. Success is something money cannot buy and something that varies from one individual to another. Now, let's just all play along. Let's say money is your measurement of success. Well, the reality is that some people are born rich and some are born poor. We can't always control our circumstances, but we can control how we react to them and overcome challenges. I can tell you this universal truth. No matter your circumstances, success is awarded to those who focus on the things they can control and forget about the things they can't. Imagine for a moment you're a Formula One driver. You're sitting in your F1 car at the back of the starting line behind everyone waiting for the race to start, hands gripped tight on the steering wheel, staring at the taillights of all the other cars. On the one hand, you can see this as a disadvantage, or you could see this as an advantage because you're looking straight ahead. You know how many cars you need to outmaneuver. You see their tactics, their driving capabilities, their strengths, their weaknesses. You have a goalpost to charge towards. When you're in front, it's much more challenging to keep your motivation and constantly look over your shoulder, varying your speed. It's not where you start. We all start from a different position. It's how we continue to position ourselves. It's our effort to reposition ourselves in a position that is most favorable for us. It's about recognizing our strengths, acknowledging our weaknesses, and strategizing our moves. Your journey to success is uniquely yours. Embrace it. Be that determined driver to reposition yourself. Speaking of positioning ourselves and strategizing our moves, you need a metaphoric chessboard to lay things out. And Notion has been that chessboard for me, bringing thoughts to life and creating a cohesive roadmap. Notion combines your notes and docs into one space that's simple, beautifully designed, and with the power of AI built right inside. And for the last few months, I've been learning how to use Notion AI to enhance that chessboard and roadmap even further. And I have to say, I'm thoroughly impressed. Sure, there are plenty of AI tools out there that are fun to play around with, but when it comes to something I can actually plug into my workflow and use routinely, Notion AI is the one that really helps me save time in my day-to-day -day work. Notion AI helps you work faster, write better, and think bigger, doing tasks that normally take you hours in just seconds. Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash motivated. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash motivated to try out the incredible power of Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Try Notion AI for free right now at notion.com slash motivated.
I get asked all the time, what's the most important habit you can build? My answer, sleep. Caring about sleep has transformed my life from my physical to mental health to cognitive function to energy and productivity. And when it comes to sleep products, I'm extremely picky. Momentus makes my sleep pack. I trust Momentus because they are my partner in formulation. As I started to prioritize my sleep over the last few years, I realized something. There were hundreds of sleep aid products on the market. However, many of them made bold claims, but lacked the science and the data to support those claims. Momentus made me feel good about supplements again, used by the best in performance, Olympians, professional athletes, and pro and college teams. The science behind their products is second to none. The combination of ingredients in the sleep pack helps me go to sleep stay asleep, and have the highest quality sleep possible. I personally love the Momentous Sleep Pack. Super convenient, single-serve pouches that deliver the essentials that help you not just fall asleep, but stay asleep and improve the quality of your sleep. Designed by the world's best experts, used by the world's best teams and athletes, and made for all of us. Go to www.livemomentous.com and use code MOTIVATED for 20% off your first order. That's www.livemomentous.com, code MOTIVATED. Number three, stop calling successful people lucky. Ramsey Solutions conducted the largest survey of millionaires ever with 10,000 participants. Despite what society might believe, only a small number of wealthy people inherited their money. The overwhelming majority, 79% of millionaires in the U.S., did not receive any inheritance at all from their parents or other family members. While one in five millionaires, 21%, received some inheritance only 3% received an inheritance of $1 million or more. Even more interesting, the majority of millionaires didn't even grow up around a lot of money. According to the survey, 8 out of 10 millionaires come from families at or below middle income level. Only 2% of millionaires surveyed said they came from an upper income family. All right, all that aside, because success is way more than money. It goes beyond a title that society places on us. It goes beyond the dollars in our bank account. So why are we so quick to jump to the conclusion that those who are successful are lucky? Well, dismissing others as lucky preserves our self-esteem. It provides a reason for their success that doesn't implicate our own efforts. It's a defense mechanism against the discomfort of acknowledging our shortcomings. But what would happen if we acknowledge this? What would happen if we acknowledge that success is a result of effort, learning, and perseverance? It requires us to see the success of others as a source of inspiration and learning rather than a threat to our self-worth. It unlocks the idea and possibilities that anything is possible. Lasting success rarely comes 
as a result of pure luck. Now, I'd be a fool to say that luck plays no part in success. However, we have to first position ourselves correctly to recognize opportunity and then be able to act when it appears. And we need to do this in perpetuity. That positioning is the result of being perceptive and taking action. Those are two factors that consistently outweigh luck. Number four, stop feeling sorry for yourself. I want you to pause for a moment. Wherever you are, take a moment to disengage in whatever it is you're doing, aside from listening to this podcast, of course, and take that moment to look around you. Maybe you're in your house or apartment. Maybe you're at the office. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you're driving. Wherever it may be, observe every item around you. Each item in your kitchen, bedroom, living room, each item in your office, each living thing bursting from the earth's dirt, each of those plants, animals, bugs, screens, buttons, handles, hinges, and switches, all of them serve a purpose. They are there to serve a single purpose, a reason for existing in the perfectly balanced ecosystem we call Earth. A reason for some company somewhere to manufacture that widget so it could play a specific role in something larger. They all serve a purpose. So, if that is the reality of life, how would self-pity fit into that same logic? What purpose would self-pity serve? Yeah, none of us need to be a NASA engineer to answer that question. It doesn't serve a purpose. Shit happens. We each are defined by our reactions to the hardships in our lives, not by the hardships themselves. There's one single and quick identifier between success and failure, the ability to keep moving. We only fail when we stop moving, when we stop trying, which wouldn't you know is a perfect segue into my next point. Number five, stop staying down. There's a face you most likely see often without even realizing it. And this face is a great example of someone who never stayed down. A face that failed in business in 1831, suffered a nervous breakdown in 1836, and was defeated in his run for president in 1856. That man was elected as the 16th president of the United States in 1861, Abraham Lincoln, an individual who was no stranger to rejection and failure. And rather than taking these signs as a motivation for surrender, he refused to stop trying his best. Abraham Lincoln famously said, my great concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. Life will try to beat us down, and it doesn't do this out of punishment. It presents us with worthy opponents. 
situations which we have never faced, obstacles which we have never climbed. But when we face those new situations, when we climb those new obstacles, opportunity presents itself. And so if opportunity sits in these new areas, these new peaks, then the only way to grow is to seek these worthy opponents. Sure, we'll experience sore muscles facing these opponents, but this is the natural and necessary process of success. Just like that of a productive workout, muscles and the connective tissue around it get damaged during exercise, and then the muscle is built back stronger during the repair process. The only way these opponents win is if we stay down. The only way these opponents win is if we fear failure more than we desire success. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to unfuck yourself. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.